So it's 1 Kings chapter 3, and this is from the Good News Translation. And Solomon prays for wisdom. So Solomon loved the Lord and followed the instructions of his father David. But he also slaughtered animals and offered them as sacrifices on various altars. On one occasion, he went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices because that was where the most famous altar was. He had offered hundreds of burnt offerings there in the past. But that night, the Lord appeared to him in a dream and asked him, What would you like me to give you? Solomon answered, You always showed great love for my father David, your servant, and he was good, loyal, and honest in his relation with you. And you have continued to show him your great and constant love by giving him a son who today rules in his place. O Lord God, you have let me succeed my father as king, even though I am very young, he was about 20, and don't know how to rule. Here I am among the people you have chosen to be your own, a people who are so many that they cannot be counted. So give me the wisdom I need to rule your people with justice and to know the difference between good and evil. Otherwise, how will I ever be able to rule this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this, and so he said to him, Because you have asked for the wisdom to rule justly, instead of long life for yourself or riches or the death of your enemies, I will do what you have asked. I will give you more wisdom and understanding than anyone has ever had before or will ever have again. And I will also give you what you have not asked for. All your life you will have wealth and honor, more than, any, more than that of any other king. And if you obey me and keep my laws and commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. Solomon woke up and realized that God had spoken to him in a dream. Then he went to Jerusalem and stood in front of the Lord's covenant box and offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to the Lord. And after that, he gave a feast for all his officials. Great. Thank you, Sarah. So, Solomon is who we're looking at today. We're continuing our series in our parade and all those services on characters of hope. And today it is Solomon. And we're specifically looking at the aspect of Solomon that is his wisdom. So, uh, I want to ask a question for the moment. If you found, pretend, pretend you were in Aladdin, okay? If you found a genie in a bottle, what would you ask for? Okay, have a think. What would you ask for? Okay, if it was me, I think it'd be something like an endless supply of apple crumble and custard or something yummy like that. Uh, but Solomon here gets a chance to ask God for anything. Now, God's not a genie, but still God says to him, Solomon, ask me for something and I will give it to you. There are no conditions asked. So uh, Solomon uh, chose wisdom. Now, you might think that was a strange choice. Uh, in our video, there was a robot for some reason, and the robot said, why, why choose wisdom? Uh, but we're going to be looking, I'm going to look now at why wisdom was actually a really good choice for Solomon and why we also should want wisdom for ourselves today. Now, wisdom's a bit of a funny word. It combines a few different things. It's close to knowledge and being clever, but really... Knowledge is what you know in your head, okay? But wisdom is using what you know to make good choices. So if knowledge tells you if something is true or false, wisdom tells you if something is good or bad. One of my favorite examples of, the, of wisdom uh, compared to knowledge, and I shared this at Kids Church the other week, is that 
Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit and not a vegetable. But wisdom is knowing not to put that tomato in a fruit salad. Okay, so that is, that, that kind of gives you an example of what it is. So just because you have knowledge, it doesn't mean that you're going to make a wise choice. It's like when you're in a restaurant and the waiter tells you, oh, by the way, that plate is hot, so don't touch it. And yet something's up there like, should I? Should I touch? And then if you're me, you always touch it and you always realize it is quite a hot plate. Uh, so that is an unwise thing to do. I knew it was hot and yet I touched it anyway, so that was an unwise thing to do. So a difference between knowledge and wisdom. But Solomon was wise, and he used his wisdom that he was given from God in amazing ways. And I'm just going to read uh, from, a, from what, from the, called the Storybook Bible. Evie at the moment is asking for stories all the time, so this is a great tool to have. Uh, so, and this is the story of Solomon and how he made a wise decision. So Solomon asks for his wisdom, and then he gets this given to him. So, uh, give me wisdom. So, right, here we are. It wasn't long before Solomon's wisdom was put to the test. Two women came to see him one day. One of them was holding a baby, and the other one was very unhappy. That woman stole my baby, she cried. Her baby died. So while I was sleeping, she came and took mine. That's a lie. I've given her a northern accent, don't know why. That's a lie, shouted the woman with the baby. And she held the child even more tightly. Solomon looked at the women. Solomon looked at the baby. And what do you think he did? Give the, woman, give the baby to the first woman? No. Give the baby to the second woman? Not likely. Keep it for himself? No, never. No. He called his soldiers and told him to raise his sword above the baby. Now, cut the baby in half. Cut the baby in half, Solomon ordered. Each woman can have half a baby. The soldier was shocked. I mean, there's some shocked faces down here as well. The soldier was shocked. He looked at the king... He looked at the baby, but before he could use his sword, the woman who claimed the baby had been stolen said, Stop! Let her have the child. He's my baby, but I'd rather see him raised by another woman than have him cut in two. Oh no, said the woman holding the baby. The king is right. The king is always right. Cut the baby in half. It's exactly what Solomon had hoped for. Now, said Solomon, I see who the real mother is. She would rather give up her child than to see it harmed. And he took the baby from one woman and gave it to the other. And what do you think God's people did? They clapped, they cheered, and they thanked God for giving them a king who was both wise and good. So Solomon was given that wisdom by God, and he gave him, uh, God gave him that wisdom. And Solomon then used that wisdom in this amazing but difficult situation. It, it wouldn't have crossed anyone's mind to think, oh, I know, cut that baby in half, unless it was wisdom given by God. But you may be thinking, wait, I'm not a king, I'm not a ruler, so why do I need wisdom? Well, if life, in life, all of us want to be happy, 
That's generally what we all want if we think about it. But not everyone agrees about what brings the greatest happiness, but everyone wants to have it. Now, evil, when you think of evil and bad things, they consist of trying to find happiness in ways that don't please God and don't honor God. And sometimes we may think that we have to do the, wrong, uh, the right thing. If we do the right thing, we're giving up a bit of our happiness. So we're, we're saying, like, if you can't afford the brand new Xbox, you're thinking, oh, I could steal that. That would make me happy. I've got a brand new Xbox. But then it, when you think to yourself, no, it's not the right thing to do. I can't have my Xbox. But then you think you actually are giving up a bit of your happiness. But actually, that's not the case, and that's not the world we live in. God has made this world in such a way that doing good through faith in Christ always, always leads to the greater happiness eventually. So when we choose, when we use wisdom to choose the right thing for God and not the wrong thing to glorify God, the happier we're going to be. Proverbs 4 says, wisdom is the most important thing. So get wisdom, even if it costs you everything you have. Get understanding. So clearly, wisdom is something we should all be trying to get. If lasting happiness, if we want that lasting happiness that God provides, then we need wisdom. If we don't know what to do in certain situations, we need wisdom. Proverbs 19, verse 8 says, He who has wisdom loves himself. Proverbs 24 compares wisdom to the taste of sweet honey on your lips, saying that if you find wisdom, then there will be a future for your hope and it will not be cut off. And Proverbs 16 says that wisdom is even better than gold. So wisdom is so important. But how do we get it? Well, that's the simple part. And it's exactly this way, the same way that Solomon got his wisdom. We ask for it. It's ready and available to us. And Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's a little bit difficult to understand uh, unless you sit down and really think about it for a bit. Because when it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, it's not saying that we should be scared of God all the time and then you'll be wise. No, what it's saying is that if you care about what God thinks, then that's the only way you can truly be wise. So it's a really good idea to read your Bible and know what's in it, but if that's all you have, and it, then it's just in your head. It's just knowledge. It's a bit like knowing that the tomato is a fruit. So if, that's all, if all you know is your Bible, but you're not living it out, you're not learning from it and taking it onto yourself, then all you've got is knowledge, not wisdom. So my challenge to you today is get that knowledge, get the knowledge that's good, but then also, more importantly, get wisdom, act it out, uh, work on what you know to be right and wrong. I want you also to ask God to help you to be wise, that you'll search for wisdom with all your heart and everything you've got, because there are very few things in this life that are more important as godly wisdom. Now, the end of Solomon's story uh, doesn't finish so great, if we're honest. If you, if you read it in the Bible, it doesn't finish amazingly. But if you'd like to hear about that, then Paul this evening is going to be speaking about what happened to Solomon next. But it should serve us as a reminder 
that we need to constantly be asking God for his wisdom in every circumstance. So in, the mo- in, in just a second, uh, after I finish praying, the girls' brigade are going to come up and lead us in some prayers, and then Becky's going to come and lead us in an activity. Uh, but for now, let's just pray that in every situation, we're asking for God's wisdom. Maybe we need his wisdom in a situation we're facing today. Maybe we don't know what to do. And we need God to come with us and help us make a decision today. We need that godly wisdom for ourselves. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for the story of Solomon and how he asked for wisdom. He could have asked for anything, and yet he chose wisdom. And you gave him that and so much more. So Lord God, I pray for us today. We've seen how important it is to be wise and have wisdom, that we may receive it today. Help us in tough situations when we don't know what to do to make the right decision for your name. Help us always to know what is good and what is bad. Help us to gain that knowledge from your words and then live it out in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.